The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. We do the digging so you don't have to. We've got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Bringing you the biggest stories from the industry you care about. This is the Media Noise Podcast. Well, let's hear it. Now, here's your host, Dimitri Ravanos. We've got a special edition of the show today. Fox and Fox Sports Radio's Brady Quinn is my guest on the program. We will get to him and we will talk about his new radio show, the success of Big Noon Kickoff, and so much more. But first, rather than start with news today, I wanted to start with a thank you because this did not dawn on me until earlier this week when I was uh, putting all of the particulars together for this show But this is show number 50, and if you take into account the two weeks that I took off this summer for vacation, that means Media Noise has been going strong for a year. I appreciate all of you that listen. I appreciate all of you that take to Twitter to let me and JB know this is a big part of your Friday, Saturday, whatever your weekly routine is with listening to podcasts. Thank you for making us a part of it. I'm going to move out of the way. I did not mean for Brady uh, Quinn to be a gift to all of us to celebrate the one-year birthday of uh, Media Noise. But here we are. And by the way, I should mention that I recorded this. Uh, let's see. Let, let me give you all the particulars. In my car, using my phone as a hotspot to connect to my computer so that I could pull up Skype so that I could record the call. So anyway, I tell you all that to tell you that my microphone is not as clear as it usually is, but I still think uh, that this works just fine. You can understand everything being said. So enjoy. So tell me a little bit about how the show came together, because I know you and Jonas were working together on the weekends, but we did this interview with him, I would say last month, I think, where he said that the moment LeVar got introduced to the mix, it, it was just like instant chemistry. You guys knew this was the show. Scott and Don Martin knew this was the show. Is is that how you experienced? How did that happen? Yeah, I think when we had worked together, Jonas and I kind of had our own our own show, our own deal. And, you know, what we came to kind of discover is sometimes you don't know what you're missing until you like you right. introduce like someone or something like that into your life. And that was kind of how, how it happened. Um, you know, Scott and Don really felt like LeVar would be able to add to what, you know, Jonas and I had kind of already built and creating our show and kind of create something different um, that was you know different from ours, but kind of like awesome in the same way. And that's kind of how it came, came about. You know, it was, it was one of those things where, you know, given LeVar's background, given his personality, it just really became a perfect fit for what I think they were looking for and hoping for in a morning show. And then really what I think we were looking to accomplish as well. So let's talk about what you guys are looking to accomplish in the morning because the Fox Sports Radio schedule goes now from you three, a brand new show, into literally two of the five best to ever do this job. Does that add any kind of extra pressure to you? Uh, no, no. I mean, look, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I can at least speak to this. You know, before and I have experienced our own bouts of, of pressure throughout our playing days. So <laughs> right. uh, there's, there's nothing quite like that. But I think it does signal a couple things. I mean, the importance of what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, leading into the shows that we're leading into. Um, they've put a lot of, of effort behind this. Um, you know, we've had a number of calls and, and trying to ensure that we continue to keep getting better and better and better. So uh, there's definitely no doubt been a focus on under, understanding the position that we're in, 
Uh, and then and the fact that it's a valued slot. I mean, this is a great opportunity for all three of us. Um, and it was something that when it was initially pitched to us, uh, we weren't really sure, you know, as far as individually, like saying, hey, you guys might be up for this. Uh, we really sure weren't, weren't sure what to think. Um, if You know, Jonas and I were kind of uh, basically taking over that time slot on um, an interim basis is probably the best way to describe it and not knowing. And, you know, at the time when we were filling in, we, we understood like the, how big of a, a spot it would be or an opportunity it was, which is why we both took it. And then once we added LeVar to the mix, I, I think he kind of saw the opportunity as well and all three of us working together. So, you know, we, we feel very fortunate for the opportunity that we've been given. Um, but also, you know, at the same time, like we feel like this is a, a great chance for us to kind of display our personalities, our show, um, and kind of differentiate from what was before and then and what we'd like to do. So I, I don't know if there is a question here. I guess I'd just like to get your thoughts on this. I, I was thinking about this as I was getting ready for the interview that we are in this weird new era for the format, particularly on the networks in the mornings, because not only is Mike Golick not at ESPN radio anymore, you aren't even competing with the show that was there last year. They, they turned that over as well. So now you have the two biggest networks both breaking in what they hope are franchises that will last for a long, long time. What's it like to be a part of that moment? It's pretty neat. I mean, honestly, uh, it was <laughs> this journey for me has been, um, just so I guess unique in the way that it's come about you know I, I never went to school thinking I was going to get into broadcasting or journalism right. when I was done uh, I was a finance poli-sci major uh, I planned on going and playing in the NFL and then retiring and kind of finding that next thing and you know didn't play as long as I wanted to and I was fortunately introduced uh, to someone at Fox Sports to start doing you know games college and NFL games uh, for Fox, and that led into the opportunity to talk to, you know, Don Martin and Scott Shapiro about, you know, filling in some radio on the weekends when I had time, and it's just kind of started to evolve. And so, you know, now looking at what their plans are and what they're trying to do, it is kind of crazy to look back and think how life works out. And then this wasn't necessarily something that I had predestined for myself, but I, I think I, when I look back through my my career, uh, my playing days there's definitely things that help prepare me for it. You know, obviously the education that I received just from playing and understanding the game and understanding how to be the face of a franchise or, or, you know, face of a major brand, you know, my, my poli side background, understanding how to construct an argument or, or kind of look at things and, um, you know, formulate, you know, what you want to say, how you want to say it, like all those things that led up to this point. So it, it's kind of crazy that, you know, sometimes there's powers that be working above you that, uh, kind of have your interest or mind, maybe a greater plan in mind for you, whether you can see it or not. I should tell you that uh, my best friend in the world is my college roommate, who to this day uh, swears the Dolphins passing on you for Ted Ginn Jr. is why they have not won a Super Bowl in quite some time. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting moment, um, especially considering all of our conversations before the draft. You know, yeah. I, I really thought that that was going to be where I ended up, um, you know, but Hey, life works out the way it's supposed to work out. I, I went, you know, I ended up going to my you know, childhood team. I rooted for growing up, um, you know, and they went a different direction, which you know, I'm not sure really that worked out for them. I think Cam Cameron got fired after one year. <laughs> That's right. The one in 15 year, but 
Um, you know, it's not like, you know, things worked out in Cleveland quite as well for me either. So maybe it would have worked out. Who knows? Who knows? No, that's, that's funny. I've had a conversation with Sean Alexander before who said like the, a, a very similar thing about the Giants the year he came out. What was that? The 2000 draft, I think. But everything, every conversation he had had him convinced he was going to be going to New York. And then that pick comes up and they take Ron Dane instead. And he's having to adjust to what it means to be living in Seattle now. It's, you know, I guess from the media standpoint, we know that those folks in the war rooms give us smoke screens. I never would have guessed how prevalent it is that you guys, the players are getting those too. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's definitely a piece of the entire process, you know, and I don't know even know how much it's smoke screens versus just, you know, how that person or individual is thinking in that, in, in that yeah. moment, you know, I mean, I, I had a number of conversations where a head coach or a general manager is telling you they're going to take you, they're going to come get you. And, you know, they go back and they talk to everyone and they kind of decide, Hey, this isn't, you, know, you may like that player, but that's not the position we need, or that's not the, the you know type of player we need, whatever the case is. There's obviously a bunch of different things for why teams make those decisions. But uh, at that time, um, given, you know, the workout, given the time I had spent with them, that was definitely the direction I thought that they were going to be going. So you mentioned that there are things about your playing career that prepared you for the different pressures and the different aspects of a media career. When I talk to our clients, sometimes one of the things I ask them is, do they know how to listen to their own tape? Do they know how to go back and watch their own tape? You've done this now in in two different careers. Is there any compare and contrast? Is there anything from watching game film you carry over to going back and listening back to a segment or watching back a segment from big noon kickoff? In my mind, there is no greater sport in the world that prepares you for whatever that next step is in your life than the game of football. And and probably nothing better than playing the position of quarterback. I mean, there are elements at every single, you know, every single point of, of your job as a quarterback that are applicable to the real world and the business world. You know, it, it could be the simplest thing from, I mean, thinking about how every single week, just from a media standpoint, you have the opportunity to stand up there at a podium and you're talking for yourself. You're talking for that brand, that, that team, that organization, that billion dollar organization. I mean, in essence, you're, you're almost a spokesperson in a way. Um, and so whether it's in college football for a brand like Notre Dame or the NFL, you know, you know, different teams, it's powerful. And, and I think that's something that it, it prepares you because you go into each one of those understanding, you know, what is probably going to be asked you uh, formulating a thought in your head, how you want to talk about it, maybe understanding too what you can and cannot talk about, whether that could be injury related things or other things that went on in the play and you don't want to throw someone under the bus. And, and so all those things help you kind of prepare, you know, for how you want to go and deliver a message, which is powerful. I mean, g- game planning. I mean, you, you can't tell me that the ability to sit throughout the course of a week and break down film, understand the personnel, understand who they are as players, their strengths, their weaknesses, understanding their scheme, what they're trying to accomplish on any given blitz or any given coverage or front, and understanding what your objective is. I mean, that's directly applicable to any job. It's just, you know, you're, you're going to be calling it something different. And you're obviously, you know, it's a little different verbiage. So, so when, you know, to so, me... I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you please finish your thought. No, I, I was just going to say, like, to me, you know, when you look at, like, the preparation that goes in as a quarterback, the way you go about conducting yourself and everything that comes along with it, 
uh, there's, there's like no greater preparation for like whatever the next job is. Cause I, I look back on just all of that, like how I went about preparing, how I went about, you know, taking notes, breaking down on my opponent, breaking down, you know, or my competition, I, I, I should say, um, you know, preparing in my head, you know, how I want to try to improve things, having a plan each day of how I want to get better. All those things are directly applicable to everything that I'm doing now as a broadcaster, but really everything I'm doing now in the business world outside of that. Yeah. So speaking of uh, knowing what is going on with your opponent, Big Noon Kickoff is making huge strides this year. It has, I, I think, each of the three years it has been on. The audience is growing more and more. You know, game day over on ESPN is this iconic franchise related to college football. And I wonder how much you are aware of what they are doing, if not from week to week, just general overall with the show and how you guys are going about differentiating yourselves. Yeah, I, I think the toughest thing is when you when you try to come up with competition to what is college game day, is they've got a twenty five year head start, right? Right. And so it's it's you know it would be like the NFL and this upstart league trying to you know compare itself to the NFL, and it's got this massive head start and it's this massive and incredibly impressive um, you know league that it's just hard to compete with. I, I think what we've been able to accomplish is kind of starting and creating our own. And, and almost similar to how, kind of how I described, you know, LeVar joining Jonas and I, and it was like, oh, this is like something that we didn't think about or didn't anticipate, but we never knew we needed it until now. It's it's kind of like that. Like, I think we've actually grown and, and increased the audience and not necessarily maybe even taken away people from game day, but just, you know, got people watching who weren't watching before or didn't necessarily, you know, watch them or attracted to game day. And so kind of creating our own, our, our own audience, our own crowd. And I think it's funny because it ends up being, um, you know, a great example of that is just, you know, the fact that we both went to Chicago for Notre Dame, Wisconsin, and we're both there. We'll both be there this week in East Lansing, and we each have our own crowd. You know, that, that's right. kind of, you know, how sometimes that works. But that, that, that's, I think, is what we've created with, you know, having players that are more relevant, um, trying to put our own twist on the game, talking more X's and O's, talking more about that, and, and you know, still – providing perspective about the tradition and the pageantry, but just making sure we're getting to like the nuts and bolts of football in the game we love. So, um, there's, there, you know, am I aware of what they're doing or where they'll be? Sure. Of course you always are with your competition, but I'm not fixated on them. I mean, I think we're solely focused on us and how we can be the best we can be every single week and we can continue to keep growing and try different things and try new things and, and see what works uh, because we are kind of in this infancy, if you will, uh, even and, and even though again we keep growing and getting better and better, um, there still has to be so much internal focus because we're so new to this. I do wonder how you feel about Fox tying Clay Travis into their college football coverage, just because like this is the guy that took over for Rush. His presence, no matter what he's talking about, is going to be viewed as having a political slant. And I wonder if you think that might limit your audience at all. No, I think it's a fair question, you know, and, and that's obviously not up for me to make that, you know, yeah. decision. Um, you know, the executives, the powers that be, you know, decided to bring Clay on, um, you know, and, and Clay brings on his own audience or, or, you know, his own, you know, feelings about the SEC. I think that's kind of where his roots have at least been ingrained, you know, living in Nashville and then traveling throughout the SEC. I think it's just maybe providing a different perspective or a different opinion uh, from someone who's kind of down there, lives it, is excited about it, loves football loves sec football um and that's kind of more of the idea behind it is 
adding something different, something a little bit more fun. Um, and then obviously a, a gambling angle to it, you know, uh, you know, putting that stuff aside I and mean, there's, there's no politics that are discussed. There's a lot of gambling that is with clay and that's something that he loves. And it's something that he's actually done really well at this year. Um, and so, and, th- and that's a, I mean, that's a growing piece of really the sports world, but college sports too. I mean, that we're, we're venturing into that realm of it. So I think the, the importance of continuing to keep trying different things and new things, but also, you know, making sure the SEC knows like, Hey, we talk about you guys all the time too. And, and Hey, if you're a, a sports better out there and you want to, you know, tie into a show with a guy who's done well so far this year, maybe you should listen to what class to say about some of his bets and predictions, you know, his, his blood, blood bank guarantee as he, as he will say, which is hit, I think the last three weeks. So um, it just adds a different personality to it. And for the guys who obviously know him here at Fox, we, we like to give him a hard time. And that's kind of part of the, the stick part of the, uh, part of the show. What has, uh, has Bob Stoops given you any of his strawberry tequila yet? Uh, strawberry tequila? No. Oh, I did you not, uh, did I, you not know this? Did I, you not know he owns a stake in a tequila company? No, I I, I knew he was like a part owner in, in, in like a restaurants, things like that. But we've only had beers together, honestly, and some wine <laughs> whenever we've been out of dinner or I've gone out and grabbed a drink. So he's ne- he's never mentioned any of that stuff. It, it is called. Um, yeah, it is no, called I, rock- I'll have to give it a try. Yeah, it's called rock and roll tequila. It comes in a bottle shaped like a guitar, and uh, I think it is a crime. He is not passing them out on the set to you guys. <laughs> I'm not the biggest tequila guy, so I'm not sure it's something I'll go out and purchase on my own, but uh, I'll have to ask him about it when I see him this weekend. An absolute shame that Bob Stoops is not giving away tequila on that set. Now, I will be honest with you, I have never had rock and roll tequila, uh, but there is a wonderful, wonderful picture floating around Twitter of Bob Stoops uh, giving what I think is the most enthusiastic smile Bob Stoops is capable of while wearing cargo shorts, holding a bottle of this tequila and giving the thumbs up. Go seek it out. It is... It is dynamite. We will talk to you next week. This concludes our broadcast day. Thanks for listening to the Media Noise Podcast with Dimitri Ravanos. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. And check back soon for new episodes. To stay up to date on the latest sports media happenings, visit BarrettSportsMedia.com.